welcome to Lake Around Podcast. I'm your host, Ray G, and I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in today. So, um, straight up, let's just let's get to it, y'all. We're just gonna talk about game two of the preseason game against the Clippers. Again, God, I told you I'm tired of playing these fools, but whatever. So, anyways, the THT show continues. Finished the game with 33 points. I want to get into that. I want to get into all the players' performances. I guess preferably the starters. And today might be, you know, a preferably short show because really not much to talk about. I kind of don't want to go too deep into a preseason game. So we'll just, you know, talk a little bit and uh I'll let y'all go. So, anyways, let's get into it. Now, THT is the first player I want to talk about. 33 points. What stands out to me the most is the fact that he had four steals. This had this guy has four steals. He had one on Kawhi. And I don't know everybody that he had still on, but the one with Kawhi um, stood out to me a lot. Um, he ripped the ball from him. And this is a young 20-year-old player that's still, you know, barely scratching the surface, man. He's going to be he's gonna be something else, man. I, I've said that in the previous podcast. Don't want to beat a dead horse because pretty much all that I have to say, I've pretty much said already. But his defense is, is it's there. And I think that he can get better. You know, he's definitely going to get better offensively and defensively. That game on Sunday, he was finishing a lot better. The game prior to that, I, that was my issue on Friday, that I was like, man, he could, he can't finish as well. But he showed a better finishing touch on Sunday, which I was excited to see. I really, to be honest, I missed the first quarter, almost the, yeah, the first quarter because I thought the game started at 8.30 and it started at 7.30, so I was off. My bad. Fail. Anyways, but I caught what I caught, and um, he was still cooking the Clippers, man. He was still cooking the Clippers. The Clippers was getting flipped up and, and clipped up by a 20-year-old. Let that sit in. And it wasn't just their third-tier, second-tier uh, bench players, dude. It was their starters, too. So let's not, let's not sit here and act like Hawaii, PG, all them wasn't getting cooked up. He was cooking the whole team. And, I mean, a lot of people will say, hey, Ray, it is preseason. Nobody's going hard. You know, Kawhi missed a load management himself. He wasn't really playing hard. But at the end of the day, hey, when you get out there, you get out there, right? You, you play. If you're out there, you're going to play. It don't matter. It doesn't matter. And maybe they wasn't giving a 100%, but it's not like – he needs to load management. I mean, he was sitting home along with his whole team, Kawhi I'm talking about, and the Clippers in the second round. So he, they got rest. Let's be real. The Lakers are the one that should be doing exactly what, what they're doing in resting their guys, considering that we just won a championship two months ago. So, I mean, it is what it is. He cooked them up. That's it. He cooked them up. Hopefully, you know, um, opening night, you know, uh, THT gets a few minutes. I don't. See, Frank is gonna have some some an issue there finding minutes for him. To be honest, he he really is, but he probably gonna have to scrape a little bit of minutes off of everybody. To be honest, he probably could scrape some minutes from LeBron and try to save him a little more, due to the fact that he didn't get to rest as as much as he would like to, or as he normally would in a normal circumstances pre-COVID, you know. Um, but. I don't know. That's Frank's. That's what Frank get the big bucks to, to figure out. I ain't gonna sit here and try to break my brain and figure it out. We gonna see what he come up with. So um yeah, THT man and this guy shot sixty four percent. 
he has some moves, some very, very savvy moves, some veteran moves. I'm like, okay, this kid has been a sponge. Like, you could tell he's soaking in what he's learning from his teammates, you know, LeBron and everybody. You can see that he, you know, he's learning. He's definitely a sponge. And that's that's all you want to see in your young players is them growing and getting better and learning the game and, and you know, making their game better. So that's all you want to see is growth. That's all you can ask for. You don't want to see no no player regress. You just want to see them get better and better as time goes on. So, yes, the THT train continues. It's still going. Locomotive, let's see what he does against the Phoenix Suns, in which I don't think he's going to get that much. Well, maybe he will. He might. He might still get a lot of playing time, even though Braun and AD is now expected to play in the last two preseason games. Again, LeBron and AD is expected to play in the last two preseason games, which is against the Phoenix Suns starting tomorrow, I believe, on the 16th of December. Now, moving on to the next player is Kuz. Man, Kuz been catching so much heat. Can y'all please chill? Like, just chill out on Kuz. Like y'all, y'all really been wilding on Kuz. Like straight bullying this kid for what? Like, who he's so inconsistent? Okay, he's a young player. I keep saying this. He's a young player. There's a lot of young players that's inconsistent. He'll be fine. Like y'all gotta chill on Kuz, man. <laughs> I know everybody has their reasons for not liking him, calling him Hollywood, or not thinking that he's um into the game or whatever, whatever your reason is. Man, stall him out. Stall him out. He'll be fine. He came up and gave you 25 points and shooting 57%. That's good. That's a good stat line. And this is what he should be doing. He is at that at this with this lineup a top player with this lineup, right? He's a top player. He should be giving you these numbers. And I mean, I'm good with this. Just work with Kuz. Everybody wants him to get traded and stuff. Like, y'all been killing Kuz, bruh. I don't know if y'all killed him more than y'all killed KCP. I mean, I killed KCP a little bit, too. I think we all killed KCP in the beginning, but KCP was really on some bullshit. That that little stretch when he had house arrest and, uh, yeah, he was on some real, some bona fide. But then we, we didn't really feel the man. Like, we didn't even give him a chance. Like, he was going through some personal shit, and we just destroyed. You know what? <laughs> That's besides the point. We talking about Kuz. I'm just saying, though, y'all are killing Kuz, man. Uh, man, y'all got to give my man a break. Give him a break. Dang. Moving on, KCP. KCP, man. He came back and gave us six, 16 points on 62% shooting. Um, I mean, that's normal for KCP. He he played KCP. It's really not much to say. He, he gave us what he normally gives what you expect out of him. So, kudos. Um, then one player that I was I was very impressed with. I knew I was going to be impressed with him. I knew that bringing him to our team was one of the right things to do. Because at first, I told you at first I wasn't with it because I was thinking, dang, he older. You know, he older. How is he going to guard for us and you know all that stuff? And I didn't really sit there and really think about the game and what he brings to our team that we didn't already have, right? Um, and this is Mark Gasol. So Mark Gasol, I think he had about six points, and that's fine, right? Um, he what, I, what made me realize, like, you know, his game 
it's different. It's different because his basketball IQ for a center is so high, just like his brother Powell's. They have high basketball IQ, and that's something you can never deny on your team. Like, you don't – who would not want a player on their team that does not have high basketball IQ? Although he is on the older side, and, you know, some may say obviously on a decline, father time, whatever the case may be, blase, blase. Um, that IQ is never going to leave. That's the same thing with Rondo. Rondo has such a high basketball IQ, but once again, same thing with him on a decline. And we definitely killed Rondo. I killed Rondo. I couldn't – man, but this is not going to be the same case for Mark Gasol because he, he's just different. He plays different position, you know, all that good stuff. Um, but his passing from the post was crazy. His decision-making, crazy. I mean – our guards and wings have to cut. Like, you got to cut. If you cutting, Mark going to find you. He's just like a LeBron. They're going to find you. So, I look forward to seeing the guards and the wings cutting more and um, just getting those easy passes, those nice no-look passes that, that he's going to serve up. He's going to be dishing them up, and that's something that we didn't have in JaVale and in um, Dwight. So, that IQ was it's totally different. I'm not, there's no disrespect to JaVale or Dwight Howard, but um, the passing, totally different. You know, they, those are some passes that they're, they won't make and that he can make. And then on top of that, he can stretch the floor, floor a little bit. He can shoot the three, he can shoot the mid-range, and then he can also bang in the paint with you. So he can do it all. He has, you know, multiple ways to score and Although he's not as athletic, he can still, you know, man the paint, defend the paint, block a few shots, um, and, you know, stop the opposing player. So I'm so I'm happy now that we got Mark on the team before. Like I said, I, I was thinking, like, man, he's old. We I was going to miss that athleticism from Dwight and from, from JaVale. It was fun to watch, but so at times it was like they was there and it wasn't, they weren't really impacting – um, the team and like I said, I'm not gonna not, I'm not knocking them and I'm not gonna sit here and like you know say what they can and can't do, but I think we're gonna see the difference in Mark and the difference in those two players. And which like I said, they did great for us. I would not mind having you know Dwight back, even Javel. Javel was good. Um, so I mean, but I'm so happy to see Mark on on the team and, and passing and that IQ and all that. Like I said, um, and then last but not least, uh, Montrez. With 19 points and 11 rebounds, a double-double, serving up his team, his ex-team, nice on a platter, giving them buckets. He didn't shoot as well. He shot 42%, but that's cool. Um, He's not going to make everything. But just his impact, his energy, his hustle, and you can see that. You know, you can see that in the game when he, when when somebody misses a shot. You can tell he probably assuming it's a miss because he's right there cleaning the glass, put back dunks. And that's going to be a welcome addition also to our team. Just that energy, that hustle, that grit, that grind. He, man, he a beast. He a beast. And, I mean, once again, we took him from the Clippers. So, that is definitely a plus. That is definitely a plus. So, anyways, that's all I got for y'all. I told y'all this is going to be a short pod um, today. The next one um, will be, the next episode will be sometime after the next game and we'll you know we'll do it all four all four preseason games into the regular season of course we're gonna cover it all 
right here on Laker Realm Podcast. And then if you don't know, now you know Laker Realm is a part of the Crossover Network. So make sure y'all give them a follow at Crossover365. And while you're there, go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram at Laker underscore Realm Pod. And on, on Twitter at RAE underscore G33. And um, make sure y'all share this with a friend. Share this with a friend. And stay tuned. Anyway, so that's going to do it for this episode. Um, Thank you guys for tuning in. And I'll talk to y'all in the next episode. I'm out.